I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. And I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. One of the concepts that can be used when you're trying to get back on budget or just help yourself get your money a little bit more organized is the concept of a no spending day, no spending week or month. And Lindsay and I might have a little bit of different ideas on if that's a good idea, a bad idea, if it works or if it doesn't work. So let's dive into it. Lindsay, no spending days, weeks, months. Which one do you like, not like? What do you think about it? I have a feeling it might be different than mine. Um, and I'm just stoked to have this, this conversation. But uh, but yes, I um I'm a big thumbs up on no spending periods. Okay, before we jump in onto why you think that and if you've done it, and if you do do it, how you implement it. Let's talk about what does a no spending day week, like what does that actually mean? What are the rules? Okay, so I change the rules depending on the person and the situation. So people can do it however they want. Um, But let's say a no spend day. I have a client who is on the go a lot, um, you know, working on the road, really busy. And the spending on convenience foods is through the roof. Um, And like a lot of us can relate to that, right? Like we got kids in the back, we're getting between work and soccer and we forgot to pull something out of the freezer, right? Where we can all relate to this. Um, And so for her, we agreed that she was going to implement uh, no convenience foods on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's a way of taking this challenge that we've noticed in her spending and make it a bit of a game. So now she gets to play a game with herself that can she manage to not spend on those days. Um, And so spending in these games to me is like the extra spending, the walking into a store and or online and purchasing something that was unplanned or unnecessary. Um, And there's lots of different ways you can do it, but in a nutshell, what it means is not spending the extra, the unplanned and the maybe unnecessary money. Okay, interesting. So my take on no spending days doesn't actually take the fun angle. So it's fascinating to me that you've kind of gamified it. To me, I instantly feel like I'm on a diet, which I've actually never been on a diet, which is why I don't like the no spending days. Yeah, totally. just Just the title of it feels like deprivation. Mm -hmm. And if I 
wasn't successful in, you know, getting through the day or the week or whatever without spending any money, I feel like a failure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally a common perspective on anything to do with budgeting, really. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I find that really interesting that you've taken an idea that I've thought of as very restrictive and kind of no fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) and added that element of gamifying and like a challenge. It's almost like a competition, kind of a friendly competition, but still a competition itself. So like something um, that can be achieved and turning this, you know, ugly idea of I don't get to spend into a pretty idea of I get to play a game with myself that has this awesome benefit to it. Okay, so you talked about your one client who it was more like a convenience food thing. Mm -hmm. What happens if you're on a no spending week and something out of that realm happens? Like, for example, you know, a child's birthday party, you get an invite and now you have no gift or like, do you break the rule? Like, what do you do? So let's say that the game we were playing was a no spend week, nothing unplanned or unnecessary. Um, If we had a child, one of our kids come home and it's Billy's birthday on Saturday, would we break the rule? Um, Maybe. Hopefully not. But if I'm in a no spend week, and if that's the game I'm playing, I'm going to look for ways to not spend money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to look in my cupboard. And I know many of us have these cupboards that have gifts, ready to give gifts. Maybe it was something you saw on a crazy good deal. Uh, maybe it's something your child was given that you knew they were never going to play with. So you just tucked it away to re-gift it. Um, I'm going to look for things like that. Um, I might also talk to my kids and maybe we'd come up with a way of offering the child a um, an experience with us instead of a gift. Coming to the pumpkin patch next week as their present or something along those lines. So I'm certainly going to do my best not to break the rule. I'm going to talk to my kids about it. We're going to make it fun. Um, And if we have to break the rule, I mean, we're not going to have little six-year-old Billy shedding tears over it because of our budget. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. Um, I, I am still not probably going to implement it for my own self I haven't convinced you yet you haven't convinced me just because of the personality that I do have um so for for the record my personality type is a gold golds don't we like to have fun but very structured fun so like um we want to know like what are we doing to have fun and when does it end and when does it start and what are we doing what's the checklist and what do you need me to bring so, I mean, to, to some that might not sound like any fun, actually, but <laughs> um, I would struggle with putting a rule over me that felt um, like I was faking the fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it just That's doesn't fair. come natural to me. Yeah. But it does come natural to other people in my family. 
other people who are a part of my money decision making. So that could be something that I wouldn't implement for myself, but I could encourage or give the idea to somebody else saying like, you know, there's this gamifying of no spending. Um, You know, other, other people are liking it. You might want to give it a shot. Well, I think the other thing about this type of stuff, there needs to be an end date. Hey, Megan here. I don't mean to interrupt the episode, but I just wanted to pop in and say how grateful Lindsay and I are to have you choose us to be in your earbuds today. If you have a quick second, we will really appreciate you hitting the subscribe and leaving us a five-star review. It really helps us promote our podcast more than you know. Now on to the rest of the episode. I do not believe in eating rice and beans forever just to get ahead. Like I'm only here once. My kids are only young ones. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Um, I'm going to have a good time while I'm here. And I'm going to make sure that they have a good time where, you know, where it's within my control. So if I'm going to do a no spend week, it's going to be like this week only, for example. Or uh, for my client, we just did the month. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, no convenience foods for this month. Let's see what happens. Let's see if we can achieve that. Um, For a lot of my clients, we'll also do a reward at the end. We'll choose a reward. Either they will choose it or I will choose it. Something that really resonates to them. Um, You know, if my kids wanted to go skiing, um, maybe we would put something like this in place for a couple of weeks. And we... In those decisions of the birthday party or the pizza on Friday night or whatever, you know, the the spending opportunity might be, we can have a conversation of this is the game that we're playing and the, uh, the, the benefit or the prize at the end is that we get to go skiing this weekend. Um, So I really like to have an end date and I really like to have some type of reward. Are you finding that the people that this works for the best are the people who have one, like your other client with the convenience item that was like one specific kind of category where they're being a little bit over the top when it comes to their cash flow? Or no, that's not, that was just unique to that one client. Yeah, I haven't tested it to have the full data on it but I do think that having one thing to focus on is helpful Mm -hmm. um no that makes a lot of sense too yeah yeah. we are doing especially as moms there's just so many things going on Mm -hmm. that micromanaging it by like you know the, this one particular client, whereas like just like a convenience thing, like clothes aren't convenient. Like there's certain categories of expenditures that aren't mm-hmm. convenience items. Mm-hmm. So by saying like for for the month, we're not going to buy, you know, clothes. Yeah. Take a month hiatus, get creative in your closet, maybe even sell some stuff in your closet. Um, so yeah, I find that I had one client I'm remembering this a couple years ago and they worked I can't remember if they work in the mall or near the mall and um they were here in Victoria and it rains a lot 
all through the winter. Um, and so they were hanging out in the mall to get out of their office. They were going to the mall on their lunch breaks. And we played a game of not going to the mall. We brainstormed all the other things she could do on her lunch hour. And we sat, I can't remember what the time frame was. It was probably one week or two weeks, maybe a month, I don't know. Um, and her reward was that she got to buy this jacket that she didn't feel like she could afford. Um, but really she was spending 10, 20, $50 a day just by her presence in that building. <laughs> so by playing this game and getting her out of that building, she was not only able to save the money, but she was excited about the game because there was an end date. We weren't saying she could never do it again or that it was bad to do. It's that it was, we made it fun, gave it an end date, put a, a reward on it. Um, and she was really successful. She got this really great jacket at, at, you know, the, the end of that no, no mall spending, uh, spending freeze. <laughs> yeah. I think there's something to be said too, about like that delayed gratification, you know, like, yeah, I think it does something with the brain in terms of, you know, you're doing something for a reason. Yeah. You know, like I find, I don't want to compare it to like people who might have an issue, but like when you're pregnant or when I was pregnant anyways, I didn't have any problem saying no to alcohol ever. It was always yeah. like, even like before I was showing, it yes. was like, I had no problem saying no. It was, yeah. I never felt tempted. I also don't have any of those issues, but like, I never felt tempted. Whereas now I'm not a huge drinker, but in social events, when I say no to an alcoholic beverage, I feel weird about it. Right. Yeah. So it's like putting these, I don't want to say them fake rules, but like this mm -hmm. delayed gratification of saying like, I'm not doing this for this set amount of time because I'm working towards, you know, that jacket I've been eyeing up. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's identifying our, our purpose or, you know, identifying our why gets talked a lot about in, you know, the personal development goal setting books and, and such, right? Um, figuring out your why um, really is helpful. And same, I, I use those examples all the time. Like when there's, when there's something bigger saying no, isn't difficult. It's not negative. I don't know about you. I love when I prove to myself that I can do something. I love being successful. And so it makes the nose feel good. I often joke with uh, you know, with my, with my clients or um, we'll have conversations in the pretty money club about um, like, being excited to say no like you're almost like shouting your nose from the rooftop because by saying no you're actually saying yes to something else um and being really clear on why you're saying no sharing that with others right for the mom who's pregnant and choosing to say no to the glass of wine if they're excited about that pregnancy um they now get to talk to the person about their pregnancy and about what's in their future when they say no. Mm -hmm. um, totally different story if you're not excited about the pregnancy. So, um, you know, this, this example only works if you're excited to share what your purpose is. Um, but I think it's really great to share those things with friends. Mm -hmm. um, I was asked on, on Facebook, like, what do you do when somebody invites you out to dinner? And this was a recent conversation. Um, and they're feeling the crunch with gas and groceries and interest rates. 
they are, there's no extra money in that household right now. And she said, you know, I really want to go to this person's birthday, but like, how do I say no without offending them? And my recommendation was that they share why they're saying no, that I've made a goal with myself that I'm not going to overspend, that I'm going to get through this recession or whatever the heck we're in or going into, um, that I'm going to get through this without being in the hole. Mm-hmm. And I would love to spend your birthday with you, but I really, really want to keep my word to myself and achieve this goal. So why don't we grab a coffee and go for a walk instead? It's a totally different no. Totally different no. So shifting around and share with people why you're saying no. Okay, that's a really good. I think that's a perfect place to end this on is that it doesn't have to have that vibe of deprivation it can have a totally different angle especially like the forward thinking you know you're working towards something which can be really exciting and I love that part of it um we'd love to know from everybody no spend have you done it are you thinking about doing it did Lindsay's help Lindsay's tips and strategies help you know lean you to try it to do not like what are you we want to know so share all your ideas thoughts questions with us and uh, we'll see you next time bye thanks for spending your time with us today if you heard anything that piqued your interest check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there your homework for today go talk to someone about your money either your spouse your kids your coworker, or a licensed professional And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.